Hello and welcome to our relaunch of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and I am so excited that you're here with us today because we're going to have fun and a great interview with my friend, Josh Wilhelm. He is the CEO and founder of Lighthouse Graphics. I just want you all to know that my crack research staff have created a lot of great questions that we plan to talk with Josh about today. But we do encourage each and every one of you, if you have a comment or a reaction, please post it here on LinkedIn and we'll make sure we'll try to work it into the conversation during the time that we have with Josh. Josh, good morning and welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. I'm so excited that you're our first guest of what will be many over the history of our new version of Critical Mass Business Talk Show. We are the longest running business talk show here in Orange County, California. So let's get right into it. 23 years ago, you started Lighthouse Graphics. Take me back to that time, the build up to that time. What was your motivation for starting your company? Uh, you know, I I wish I could give some amazing story that was life changing, just that revelation, uh, revelation rather, that I had. But really, uh, I think like most business owners that I've spoken with over the last 23 years and gotten to know very well. Uh, I started off like many, I became a business owner by accident, really just kind of <laughs> stumbling upon it, um, you know, into my senior year of high school. So uh, I'll let anyone do the math, but 23 years that just, yeah. So I started back in high school years, uh, my senior year of high school, uh, wanted to work originally for Disney and Pixar with doing animated movies, but then realized I was going to be really bored working on the same characters for so long. So uh, my business quickly became the business for paying my bills and mm -hmm. really started off in, in that form uh, because of being my senior year going on to college, I needed to pay for bills and so school and everything that goes along with it. So um, yeah, it, it became that. But then quickly, I just realized that the, you know, I, I went to art school. So I don't have the frame, the body frame to be a starving artist and that stereotype. And so <laughs> I like eating. So that's part of what was paying the bills was for that very reason. But um, yeah, I, I just realized very quickly that there was this was an industry that was hurting and plagued with a lot of bad apples um, that were tainting the industry and doing a poor job or just really setting people up for disaster. So it quickly became kind of a crusade to uh, turn it into more than just a paying the bills and keeping my healthy weight on. So, okay. So thank you for your candor and, 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 uh, transparency. I really appreciate that. And, uh, thank you, Jamal, for, uh, letting us know you're listening. We really appreciate it. If there are others out there that have comments or, or you want to react to what Josh is saying, you're all probably entrepreneurs or planning to be, we'd love to have you share in his experience with your thoughts and comments. Um, the vision for Lighthouse Graphics. Uh, what was it? Take us back again. What was it and how has it evolved? And what is it that you do now so well for your clients? Yeah, again, it starting back from the last question that you just asked, it was started off as the reason, uh, the means to an end of paying the bills and not being that stereotypical starving artist in, in art school. Uh, but then as I realized that there were many business owners that were being taken advantage of, uh, had horrible experiences in working with quote unquote webmasters uh, that were anything really but. 
uh, it became my mission and then our team over the years and mission to really restore the confidence uh, and trust in our industry that many had lost along the way. And even those that were startups that maybe never had gone through that experience, uh, I wanted to save them from those heartaches and prevent them from going through those turmoils and trials and tribulations that they were about to face with going with other, not all other web people out there or agencies are bad, of course, but uh, there are a lot less good ones than there are uh, on the contrary, the, the bad ones. Um, so present day, we're still focusing on working with clients and that have a healthy respect for what we do and want that top tier quality of service, but not necessarily wanting to break the bank, of course, um, in getting that top tier service. So I see that Anna says you're the best. And so um, she must know you. She must know you well to know that you're the best. And uh, I couldn't agree more. And that's why Josh is our relaunch first guest for the business talk show here. Uh, why is it, in your opinion, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking snake oil sales. I, I, you know, I don't mean to be that negative, but no. why do you think there is a prevalence of, of suppliers who can't deliver what they promise in your space? I think they bite off more than they can chew, whether it be their own expertise, their own abilities. Um, you know, oftentimes as especially one man, one woman shows out there that are the one person they wear multiple hats. Uh, when it comes to that, I've found and seen it even in the early years of our business, but in other businesses as well that are kind of that stereotypical, you know, mom and pop, there's no one else. It's just them. They are themselves a team that they are oftentimes going out to get more business just mm -hmm. to, it's kind of the Robin Peter to pay Paul scenario, right? You're having to continually feed the engine go out there, get leads, get business coming in, but you're not taking care of the business you've already gotten. And so because of that, they they it's this perpetual cycle that's getting them into a lot of trouble. And obviously Lighthouse Graphics doesn't do that. We, we figured out along the path that uh, I, Josh, cannot do everything. I'm not good at everything. So in order for taking that next step, you really have to be able to trust and not white knuckle. Uh, a lot of us are perfectionists. A lot of us want to do it our way. And so you have to build the team around you that have the expertise that truly are better at things than you are. So you have to trust in, in their ability. So let's look over the 23 years. <clears throat> so sorry if I talk with my hands, ladies and gentlemen, but I was born Italian and we just do that. I'll try to keep them below the screen if it's distracting, but it, I just I look at myself sometimes going, what are you doing? Anyway, it's not about me, it's about you, Josh. Uh, what, how long did it take for you to really feel that the business that you've created it's going to survive and sort of thrive for you and be the business that you can depend on from a, you know, paying the bills and scaling and providing for your life. How long did it take you before you could trust your business was going to be there for you? You know, I, I think, uh, the date that kind of comes to my mind is 2015. Uh, 2015 is when it kind of, 
clicked for me that I needed to stop wearing all of those hats that I spoke about earlier. Uh, it, I got to the point where I kept hitting the same frustrations and wanting to put out the best quality of work, but having those issues of constantly chasing the next bit of business, but being frustrated that I can't take care of, maintain the clients and business that we already had, or I had by myself. And so I realized at that point that I really needed to release those hats over to those that were truly experts and passionate in those different areas that I really wasn't. I had my own ability. I had the things that if everyone could take every, everything else off my plate, that it boiled down to what I was really good at. And so it, it clicked for me at that point that I really just needed to focus in, in, it correlates too with the timing of at that at that year specifically is when we have my oldest son diagnosed with ADD, ADHD. And in doing the research, just to get to know what is this, how does it impact him? What how what struggles are is he gonna have later in life? That I realized in the doing the research for him, it exposed that basically put a mirror in in the research and pointed back to myself saying, one, there was there's uh, research that shows that it does oftentimes come from uh, the genealogy. So from a direct parent uh, contributing to it that probably has themselves or had at one point uh, ADD or ADHD themselves. And so while looking into this, I realized that, holy cow, this this is me. Wow. They're, they're talking about me in the research. Um, and so it just it. I think most people would maybe look at that scenario and go, oh man, that must have been devastating. You realize you have this ailment. Now, what are you going to have to do to, to kind of counterbalance that and, and all that? I honestly, I looked at it as almost like a superpower. And I realized it was more of a gift than it was an ailment. And so I also have taught my son the same thing that if you know how to use it, it can actually benefit you much greater than the average person out there. Uh, just to kind of touch on that real quick, but the ADD mind, the ADHD mind is playing 10 different chess games simultaneously at different levels all at the same time while having a very intuitive and uh, you know reactive conversation with someone on a totally different subject while that's all going on and they run at that pace. So mm -hmm. if you know how to learn to pick up on what the negatives are about it and avoid those and tell yourself, look, I'm not good at those things, but doesn't mean I'm not gonna just give up. I'm gonna learn how to work my abilities around it to make it get completed what I want. Well, that was really uh, an empowering answer to, uh, you took it in a different direction than I had anticipated, but I, I could see that, uh, you know, my wife, who is a sixth grade science teacher, who just gave a comment there that what you just gave was great advice. Um, and so I really appreciate your willingness to share that level of personal information with who knows how many people today here on the business talk. So Josh, um, it, it, it's, for me, hearing you find a way to make that a positive and then not only using it yourself, but also sharing it with your son and now others um, here on the show is is a testament to the what I think entrepreneurs need to do, which is, you know, we say when you get lemons, you got to make lemonade, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's net 
what have I learned working this long with business owners and entrepreneurs like you, Josh, is uh, biz the business is never easy. And sometimes it's a little easier, but you always have something to worry about when you're the entrepreneur, right? Yep, absolutely. Well, and I think as business owners too, with wearing all of those multiple hats, whether you have ADD, whether you have ADHD, and interestingly enough, the percentage of entrepreneurs out there more than likely have ADD. It's an overwhelming wow. percentage of most entrepreneurs have some form of ADD or ADHD. Uh, there's studies that back it up and show it and that that there's a lot of the quality traits that actually are, you can directly correlate between that of, of working with ADD and ADHD that go to the strengths of an entrepreneur, the dreamers, they're going out there, they have no fear. Um, they're, they're going to make it happen. Determination. All of those quality traits are very closely aligned with, with ADD and ADHD. But, you know, I think even regardless, if you have that, uh, as a business owner, we kind of convince ourselves that we can do all things. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I think Nike's slogan, uh, doesn't apply here and it's a little misleading, but just because we can do it doesn't mean we should. So we really have to look at things and say, can I do this? Yeah. Should I do it? Probably not. But then also the little asterisk to that is if you don't have anyone else to do it, you're the only one that can do it. So you have to know the right time. Sorry. There's a through line so far to the, we've been talking for about 14 minutes now, but there's a through line to this conversation, which is, it sounds like if I hear this right, correct me, that the business really took off when you realized you had to delegate and get other people to help you in Absolutely. their genius, in their zone of genius. And when you said it was 2015, I mean, that's, let me see through the math here. That's six years ago, mm -hmm. right? Yep. You started the business 23 years and it, it, until six years ago, and you made that under, you had that understanding. You were, you know, you were kind of challenged by the business. And I want to recognize wide open stages for, supporting the reframe that what you did around ADHD and AD. So I appreciate the fact that the audience is participating. Well, and on that point too, that's a, that's really good to point that out. I'll also go on to say is that in 2016 and 2017, we doubled our business. Wow. And then each year thereafter, we've averaged about 25 to 30% increase every year. Wow. So, and that's even including with COVID being last year. So there's, that was the defining point. All I struggled all that way up into that point. Sure, it was building, it was building, but it seemed like we were trying to walk through quicksand versus once figuring that part out, it was like no more quicksand. Now, now we're on smooth, smooth hard surface, and we have the Nike brand shoes on to make it happen. So there you go. We like these teachable moments here on the business talk show, and that was one of them, which is many of many of the entrepreneurs maybe have to look in the mirror. And maybe part of the governor on your growth is yourself and your attitude towards the workload that you do. And so Josh gave us a life lesson here. Uh, you know, you in your LinkedIn profile, there are many other activities that you have undertaken as you have scaled Lighthouse Graphics. So I'm curious. It's sort of coming better into a frame now for me around understanding you di differently. But can, can you share what was the value of the different positions like a creative director, um, you're now the uh, radio show host. Welcome to the family. I mean, what 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 were those experiences benefiting you? How were they benefiting you in Lighthouse Graphics? 
Well, most of those were done the earlier years, you know, working for USC, working for some other agencies. And, and really what I realized was there were two ways of learning. I can either go to school, pay a bunch of money, be in debt, walk out the door. Sure, I'm a little bit smarter, but I've learned it from books. I've learned it from teachers that are teaching at me. I don't learn so well that way. Even before being diagnosed and, and learning that I had ADD of my own, I quickly realized I didn't learn very well that way. So the other option was to go out there and get the real world training and experience in these different areas that I was not good at at the time. Mm -hmm. So I needed to go find jobs that I needed to build up my confidence and my expertise in these areas, sales, um, account management, working, delegate, all of these components I needed to learn. So I was either gonna learn them in school or I was gonna learn them in the real world. So I figured the latter was probably the better way since I wouldn't walk away in debt. So that's primarily the reason that I went that. And it it worked better for me to be hands-on rather than just being preached at or taught through reading and hoping that that information was accurate. So moving forward though, with the podcast even, you know, I've, I've learned uh, that with our business and, and with Lighthouse Graphics, we were already giving, we, we believe firmly in giver's gain. So we like to give of ourselves. We like to give of our knowledge and our experience to help direct people, even if we don't ultimately work with them in the end, we wanna be able to help them. And so when the radio show and podcast came about as an option and an idea, it was, I wanna be able to give back, but on a much grander scale. I don't wanna just give the one time consultation to be able to give advice those issues that they're struggling with and they have questions about, most business owners have. So why not get the message out on a much grander scale than just the one-on-one -on -one consultations? Excellent, so we're talking with Joshua Helm, in case you don't know, you see his name there on the screen right now, he's giving us quotable quotes as well. And so this is just packed full of information here. If you, if you know somebody who could benefit from the conversation, we're gonna obviously have it up as a archive and you can go back to it and listen to it, maybe share it with some friends. We would certainly appreciate that. Um, I got so many things to want to talk to you about. I only have so much time to do it. Sure. We have a few minutes left here on the podcast. Let me see. We have like a minute and a half of time. So let's use this productively. Um, if there was one experience based advice that you could give to other business owners and entrepreneurs that are out there of all the things that you've learned in the 20 plus years that you've been doing this stuff, Josh, what is that piece of advice you'd like to share? Oh man, just one. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer in kind of going with your natural instincts and what comes to mind at the moment is the, is the better answer. So I'm not going to try and think through and, philosophical and come up with something that sounds great. I'm just going to go with what comes to the top of my mind. I would say my motto is don't hire off of convenience. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is you might have a family member, you might have a friend, your next door neighbor, whoever needs a job and you have work that needs to be completed. Just because you seem to feel like you're a matchmaker right in that moment to say, Hey, you need a job. And I've got a job. Why don't we just make those two a happy couple and, and be done with it? No, really, I, for me personally, I've had to fight against that many times because it's easy to convince yourself that they're the right person. Logically, it makes sense. They're available. You got a job. 
they need a job. Logically, it makes total sense. But they're probably not the right person for that job, let alone the right person for your organization. And you'll do more damage to yourself. You'll do more damage to your brand, do more damage to your business overall if you hire the wrong person and hire off of convenience. Well, and that's that's a perfect compliment to what we talked about earlier, which the through line of finding out who can do things better than you can and delegating to them. So that yep. is really the that's that supports that to do it right the first time, it sounds like as well. So if someone would like to learn more about Lighthouse Graphics, obviously for giving 20 minutes of your intellect and vulnerability, I'd like to give you a chance to let people find you online beyond just going to LinkedIn and typing in his name. Where would they find Lighthouse Graphics online? So uh, probably the easiest way, which is kind of our central hub for our podcast, which is also connected to our Lighthouse Graphics brand. But our radio show and podcast is Ignite Your Business Radio Show, which you can find it on all the major podcast platforms. But easier probably than that is just going straight to our website, which has all of those links and connections. But IgniteRadioShow.com makes it even easier, a little bit shorter, not so long-winded. Uh, so IgniteRadioShow.com is where you can listen to a lot of the guests that we've had on, a lot of the insights and feedback from marketing to websites that I give, like I said, that kind of free advice and suggestions. So that's that's where they can find me, and I answer all of those questions directly. And I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't listened to his radio show podcast, I would encourage you to do it. I like the fact that you have a mixed format. You know, some shows are longer formats, some are quick hits. And I think that's great because, it, you know, if you have a topic you want to talk about that doesn't require the entire time of what you normally do a show, you just put messages out there. And there's deep knowledge that you have, especially in the areas a couple that I listened to were revolving around Yelp and how to really leverage your presence on Yelp. So I don't know if that's an area of expertise or focus for Lighthouse or you personally, but that seems to be where I gravitated and listened to your shows. Well, Rick, you're the expert here. So if you can tell me how to answer world peace and world hunger within a 30 minute conversation, <laughs> I'm totally all for it because I must be missing the mark on how to do it. So I just realized I'm not going to shortchange people uh, and covering certain topics that really justify having going into more detail about them. Some of them are quick, some of them are longer. It just depends on if we can get to the core of it fast enough. Well, you have been a great guest to help us relaunch the Critical Mass Business Talk Show. I wanna thank you, my friend, for giving of your time and the way that you've shown up today here on this live broadcast, I really appreciate it. And for those of you that participated, thank you for making your comments. I encourage you to continue to listen to future shows probably doing about one of these a week with interesting entrepreneurs like Josh and hope you'll become a part of our listening and active audience. And uh, as you know, I lead CEO peer groups here with Renaissance Executive Forums in Orange County. If you're interested in peer learning, being around smart, uh, vulnerable leaders like Josh, reach out to me as well. I'll be happy to talk to you about that. But we will be doing a show next week and I do look forward to speaking with you then. Josh, thank you for launching us on such a great arc. I really appreciate our time, my friend. Thank you so much for having me back on. I, I thought it for sure I was barred from the first visit, so I figured I was on blacklisted <laughs> or something. <laughs> Not at all. All right, well, we're gonna end the show and thank you, Wide Open Stages, for thanking us. No, thank you for staying the entire time. We do appreciate that. Until the next time, I hope all of your business decisions move your business in a positive direction. Mm -hmm.